No lead, no jump. No lead, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> How's that, Neil? That was good. <laughs> All right. That was good. Uh, just before we start, yes. touch base on, on Saturday's show with... Oh, the Capitola. Yeah. After you, the... You did a great job with the microphone, though. But what do you call, I, I called it after the storm. It was after the flood. <laughs> what a day, though, right? Yeah. For those of you who made it, we had a, a concert in Capitola Village for um, the recipients of storm, storm damage. And uh, three bands. Yep. Alex Lucero. Giant Machine, Alex Lucero, Joint Chiefs yep. with Mr. Tony Lindsay, 11-time Grammy Award winner, and the yeah. lead singer for Carlos Santana. And what a class act. He, he was. was. He was cool. a voice, too, because wow. he could sing like smooth. smooth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. People were crying. They sang Purple Rain. People were crying. Yeah. Purple Rain. Purple with Rain. The purple sky behind. People crying. Okay, and first off, what? he's such a pro. He like, rolled out of the van and just started singing. No yeah. me, 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 me's. No, 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 no nothing. No, 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 no. He yeah. just rolled out. I think he one of those hard iced teas. <laughs> yeah, grabbed the microphone and just started singing. Yeah, girls were throwing flowers at him. I, and he, I, yeah, exactly. Oh, the gal came up. Uh, what was it? Danny came up on the stage with a bouquet of flowers for him. And, and by the way, also, Jimmy Panetta made a shipment, came down. Our friend Jimmy showed up, yeah. gave, said a few words. Overall, I heard you say, Upwards of the $30,000 range possible. I think so, yeah. $30,000 was raised. And my estimate was at least two to 3,000 people were there. Yeah, at least it was amazing. Yeah. So if you made it, thank you for showing up. Uh, it was a great day in Capitola Village. Uh, Neil, awesome job hosting. It was very fun. We, it was fun, huh? Yeah, it was yeah, great. Thanks to Capitol PD, Andy Dowley and Capitol PD. Yeah. I want to thank uh, Capitol Parks and Rec, Council, Kelly, right. Nikki, and Kel uh, everyone else who was involved in that, of uh, putting it together. It, was, uh, it took a village to. Rescue Village. True. It was awesome. So tonight, TC, we'll be, tonight, tonight we got Frank Horath here. Thank you for coming, with, Frank. Uh, hang on. Yeah, this is, this is a, yeah, come on around, Neil. This is an interesting show, folks, because... Uh, nothing, we know nothing about it, but we know it's... it's like, I feel like I'm behind the times. This is Frank Horath from Trifecta Psychedelic Wellness. I love it, because it, it gives a, a, a flair of uh, the, the medical issues that we want to talk about tonight as far as what you do, just so you know what he does. Um, we've had a bunch of people in the medical marijuana industry yep. on this show, yep. from dispensaries, growers, um, uh, people who were black marketers, prison time people. We've had them all. We've never talked about mushrooms. No. This is the and, first guest to ever I, be on the show. And everyone I talk to is like, oh, yeah, I've been doing that for like months. I've been doing that for years. I'm like, wait a minute. You have? <laughs> well, I talked yeah. to but, uh, a friend who owns a burger shop up the street. Right. Oh, she's like, oh, I've been doing that for a long time. I've been doing that for a while. Well, and that's what we want to discuss. Because earlier, Frank, I was telling you how I feel like some people, some of you watching even, when we talk about mushrooms, they think we're going to a festival get, and we're going to get ripped and see, see things move and shit. And that's not what we're talking about today. We're gonna talk about, first off, what you do. Yeah, but can I just and, stop, can I stop? Yeah. Can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah. Mind you, mind you. <laughs> you're, you're back, the mushrooms when we all get loaded on mushrooms days. What was your, what was your craziest experience on mushrooms? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's gonna kill me because I'll tell it, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, Sorry, Frank. Well, well, right. well, no, but it's a true story. One night, um, we had some friends show up at the house, and they had a Ziploc bag full yeah. of dried yeah. mushrooms. And they're like, this is going to be great. And so my wife, who doesn't even drink, like she's yeah, she's straight. Teetotal. Teetotaler. She's like, these, these are great. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And so we ate a few, and uh, we have a park behind our house. And our gate was locked, and I didn't have the combo. It was dark, so we all decided to climb over the fence. 
wasted. We were so that. By the way, when you eat mushrooms, there is this like giggling craziness that can happen. My wife got to the top of the fence and fell <laughs> off of the fence. And I heard this thud. Oh, and she weighs 105 pounds. So I jumped over the fence. Yeah. And when I got to her, she was laying on the ground laughing, and next to her was a piece of rebar sticking oh, out of the ground. Shit. Ooh. Yeah, about this high. Whoa. And she was literally laying right oh next to it. Oh, my God. Ooh. And it literally sobered me up. Yeah. And uh, true story, we haven't done mushroom since. Yeah, because I was like, oh, my gosh. So, with that story, Neil, yeah. how about you? My I know story, you got one. My story was I met a girl at the crow's nest. This is after Monday night, right? A friend of mine drags me down there on a Monday night. But I meet this girl. She's like Miss Tennessee. Like that she's actually Miss, Miss Tennessee? She was like second or third. Miss With Tennessee. the trophy in the... No, the she thing? was like second or third. But okay. She was the southern belle. She was like um, <laughs> unbelievably gorgeous. Like, um, and she hung out with me for like a couple months. But I remember with her, I had the bag, but I had the bag, had the bag of shrooms. I thought you were gonna say a couple hours. No, come on, a couple months. Had the bag, had the bag, right? Had the bag. I remember we we started eating in Santa Cruz, and the next thing I knew, I was parked sideways in the middle of the street in Tahoe. I had no idea how I got there. I parked the side of the road, literally in the middle of the road sideways, and here comes a sheriff. I have no idea what happened after that. You have no idea arrested. how you got there? No idea how I got there. You ate mushrooms in Santa Cruz. We started you, in Santa Cruz. We ended up in Tahoe. Okay, no kids, don't ever do that. <laughs> yes. Seriously. And I'm, this is not I, how you do I mushrooms. I was not arrested. I was not... not I, I have no idea how I got away with it. How I got away with it. Or got, I just have no idea. Was that the last time you did mushrooms? Hell yes. Okay. <laughs> Frank. Sorry, Frank. But this is like, are, we, are we the worst two people to yeah. talk to and so, agree to talk about so that? I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I think it's windy outside. There's a big storm coming in. I'm going to go enjoy the storm. Yeah. Okay, so Sorry, what, what, what I want to, what we're going to talk about, Frank, next, yeah, is that we're going to talk Can about you? the difference between what Neil and I are talking about right. and what's going on today with, um, Help. And we're, I know there's more to this, and we're going to expand as we go. But when it comes down to microdosing, which seems to be a buzzword right now, this microdosing, where if, if and let me know if I'm wrong, it's where you take a minimal amount of mushrooms. You don't eat the whole bag. Right. You take a minimal amount, and it has medicated things that can help do what. Right, right, right. So I, I want to, if I, if I may tell it's, a little short story. It's your turn, Frank. Absolutely. It's your turn with okay. the story. Okay. We, we, we just heard some really good mushroom stories, but if you do your work and you look into the history of mushrooms and some of the other master teacher plant medicines like ayahuasca or San Pedro, these medicines... Can we ask what those, what those are based uh, on? Ayahuasca is a, a very powerful brew from the Amazon, uh, Ecuador, Peru, Brazil, um, provided by shamans. For thousands of years, they've never had any doctors. So for diseases of the body and diseases of the psyche and trauma, and to work together as a community and a tribe, they drink ayahuasca. Hmm. And ayahuasca is a master plant teacher. It's a very tough teacher. It has a feminine spirit, but it helps people heal, right? So these mushrooms, for example, yeah. um, originated in southern Mexico, um, and that's been a tradition that's been around for healing and wellness for several thousand years, too. 
These are done in ceremonial type environments, just like each of your experiences, right? <laughs> okay. Ceremonial. In ceremonial environments, and they're done with intention and the power of a group working together, and often very beautiful shamans and guides to sit with you to help you through these tougher experiences. So that's kind of, you know, a certain slant on, on the wellness and healing aspect of these medicines. So um, ayahuasca, San Pedro is a cactus. It contains mescaline. Many of you have, may have heard mm -hmm. about peyote, mm -hmm. um, which is now an endangered cactus species. But San Pedro, you, you'll see it in Home Depot and other nurseries around. It's this tall, it's got like six You can go buy it at Home Depot? You can get it at Home Depot and you can cook your own. But hmm. all these things you, they are very sacred and need to be honored and respected when you do this ceremonial type work. A lot of it's on weekends and, and retreat type work. So it's very hard and challenging work often. Um, so that's... That's just a little more background on. And, and when you things. do those um, ceremonies, I guess is what it would be, or is it is it a group situation, or is it individual when you? Do a those? lot of times it depends on what you feel most comfortable with, but usually it's groups and mm -hmm. it's a retreat weekend. Uh, these types of retreats are becoming more available in the United States now. A lot of people still fly to do ayahuasca work to the Amazon or to Costa Rica or to Mexico. But there's a lot of local groups in California and across the United States that are getting religious type uh, status. They're setting up, uh, you know, nonprofits yeah. and they have a, a code or a doctrine. Yeah. And and so they're not. It's not like legal, but they're following. Is that door open to you? I want to get something in the car. My it car. should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if let me know. Um, but so, anyhow, so you, you could these uh, retreats are becoming more and more available here in the United States. What I seem to see, I mean, within my social network. I have a few different friends that are um, doing that now and becoming uh, either certified, going back to um, microdosing with right. mushrooms. Yeah. They're like certified to do that therapy or training to do that. And I feel like they see it as a new opportunity almost, um, or even a career change almost in some way. But, and then I have to where they're, from my understanding is you can go and, be with somebody and legally use like a therapy angle yeah. to, to help medicate and get out of some Western medicine needs, right? Is that the whole Yeah, yeah, plan? exactly. And I, I, I didn't mean to get off on your question about microdosing. I just wanted to frame the sacred ceremonial aspect yeah, of this. Get it, for because, sure. Because it also parlays onto microdosing. So, okay. right. so just a little background on me. I, I teach people how to cultivate their own psilocybin mushrooms. That's what I do. I teach classes in Santa Cruz, Palo Alto. I have an on-demand class online. And, and then, what, how do people get? How can people uh, join you? Uh, it, it, my website's trifectawellness.org. Trifectawellness.org. Email contact information. Is it trifecta? The three things we've talked about. Well, actually, you know, the trifecta I think is is the the reason I. Things for me, some reason, happen in threes. Dreams, life. The trifecta is kind of like our mind, and then our heart, and then our, our soul or our spirit, right? Those three things. And three of the master teacher plants also are ayahuasca, uh, San Pedro, and mushrooms. So I, those are, it's just kind of... The threes. The threes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I like I liked the... The name. <laughs> yeah. What's the most so, popular currently? Would it be mushrooms right well, now? Well, I think, like you said earlier, and to answer your question about 
microdosing is microdosing is a big buzzword right now. So, so mushrooms, right? Mm -hmm. Mushrooms and the fungus are the most ancient of the plants. They've been around for one and a half billion years. We come out of the same tree of life, right? Mm -hmm. Us homo sapiens um, have been around, the mushrooms were around 8,000 times longer than we've been around, right? Wow. So we have more DNA in common with the mushrooms than we do plants, hmm. right? So I don't, did yeah. I answer that? Well, uh, well, the, well the question was, sorry, I got Well, it. no, but I, honestly, I feel like a lot of our viewers are, but the buzzword's been microdosing. Yeah, right. too. okay, microdosing, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, what, would you yeah. Do, what would you, what would you, if you wanted to get, take some mushrooms, microdose, what would you use it for, for you personally? I know what I would use it for. Well, I mean, uh, maybe we could take a step back and you can let us yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so microdosing is very in vogue right now, very popular, right? And even mushrooms, mushroom fashion wear, mushroom stuff, you know, they're, it, it's all over the place. You look around mm -hmm. shops, you see mushrooms all um, so a microdose is a sub-perceptible dose of mushrooms or psilocybin. Psilocybin is the psychedelic ingredient of mushrooms. It's actually a prodrug. So when you take psilocybin or mushrooms, it gets converted to a compound called psilocin. And psilocin is actually the magic that does the work within your, your body and your mind. So a, a microdose would be sub-perceptible. So you may take a, uh, like golden teacher is the most, one of the most commonly grown, Psilocybe cubensis, which is the species. So golden teachers, that would be like two-tenths of a gram, usually, of a golden teacher, either, either in a powder or capsule or mm -hmm. honey or gummies. People are starting to make this stuff in yeah. Oregon and other places, Colorado, mm -hmm. and so, when you microdose, you, you don't want any perceptible going on. It's like, am I microdosing? You know, uh, you no, I'm it. not. Right. You, don't, you don't want to sense it. Right. But so what you'll do when you microdose is you'll start out with two tenths of a gram, 200 milligrams. If you're sensitive, 100 milligrams, one tenth of a gram. And then you'll kind of step it up a little bit. And the first thing that happens is the vision gets clearer. Like vision gets clearer. And then you're no longer in microdose land, right? Because mm. now you can perceive it. So you know where your threshold dose is, and then you, you bring it back, right? So, right? so people go to work when microdosing mushrooms. Um, a lot of the benefits they get is it's like, it shuts down, like I call it the monkey mind, right? Like we're ruminating about the past or something that's going on. It makes things clear. Makes things clear and helps keep you more present. Mm -hmm. Not for everybody, mm -hmm. but for a lot of people. And that's just one example of microdosing or for, or, or for a meditation right. or um, right. help you drop in on the meditation and, and focus. So is it, is, it always, is it just mental or is it physical too, as far as what you can uh, say a repair by using, by, by, by taking mushrooms yeah. or microdosing? Yeah, you know, it, it varies so much. It's person to person. And one thing I want to make clear to everybody here is that I'm not a doctor, no. I'm not an attorney, no. and I'm not a psychologist, no. right? But nor are you, TC, nor am I. Yeah. So, we're so you are a man. Yeah. So shit, this, is, this yeah. is a great group. <laughs> this is a good group. We're crazy, <laughs> don't listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're not on those things. Well, maybe we should become doctors. <laughs> uh, that's right. right? Well, is so, it, can I just throw so one thing in? We'll get back, but I have a friend who, we, we spoke briefly about this, who had a, a, a real bad brain injury. 
And of course, everyone to throw Weston medicine at him that gave him physical ailments from taking that. Yeah. And he, recently, somebody said in the last year or so, why don't you try this microdosing? And it literally has been the best medicine for what he's going through in his life. And, yeah. and now he's the Pied Piper of trying to get people to realize that there's this is for real right it's not what neil and i talked about yeah it's actually saving people physically mentally now yeah to get them like healthy again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, i mean it's, can i put my yeah throw I, it in. last four months i've had it seems like you know just this uh bad pain on my sciatica and bad back and it's like i was always healthy you know we, tc and i we work out hard healthy. surfing and right. blah, 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 mm -hmm. yoga blah. but this last four months it's been really hard, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, so you go, everyone's got a favorite chiropractor. Go see my buddy, my bro. No, I think your bro didn't work. Mm -hmm. Go see my bro, the acupuncturist. Your bro didn't work. Go see so-and-so, this, that, and the other. None of it worked. And when, finally, I went to the doctor who gave me an MRI. Give me a shot, cortisone. Well, it worked like to 60%, uh, maybe 70%. I feel much, I can now walk before I wasn't walking. And today I go there today. I go there today for my follow up, and my back's still hurting. Readily, ready to give me another shot. Readily gave me another shot. New come back mm -hmm. Tuesday. Let's have another. Let's mm -hmm. have a, let's stick another needle in here. Hand you know? the bill. Right, but, <laughs> yeah. Should I? Am I? Am I? Uh, if I go your direction, is it something that's 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 uh, can be? I'll say fixed or repaired or healed. Helpful. You know? Yeah, yeah. It could be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I I think. I'm being, I'm being personal so, you know, here because it, I got def definitely the diseases or diseases of the psyche and the mind, the the the, the 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 depression, right? Like the dendrites. Depression is just like erosion and weathering, and your dendrites getting old. And psilocybin is supposed to like help correct that. You know, and the research is being done in this area on these different things. With certain physical things, you know, it's tough. Like I. When I coach people, I'll refer them out. You know, there's a, a guy called the spiritual pharmacist, right? So he left regular pharmacology and he, he felt a calling to do psychedelic medicine work. So I'll try to outsource people to the right. But yeah. when it comes down to, you know, physical in your body and yeah, yeah, your yeah, back yeah, yeah. injury yeah. and discs and stuff like that, right. you know, it, 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 it's, it, I, I can't say, yeah, I just can't, answer. I'm not a doctor. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but the mental game. The mental game, yes. That's where really people... So never, Trump, they can, this, mental people game. watching that might have a mental... Right. Let's, a say, mental. let's, say, let's say you're struggling with alcohol or, or, or drugs, right? And, or and, trauma. Or trauma, right? Like, like when I, I, my be, one of my best friends from a long time ago couldn't quit alcohol, right? And I said, hey, let's go drink ayahuasca together. And in an ayahuasca weekend... He had this journey, this ceremony, drinking the, you know, the Amazonian brew, where he saw the apocalypse of his life. The mm. mistakes he had made, the errors. He was kicked out. His wife had kicked him out. His kids were disowning him. And in that weekend, he told me, he said, Frank, thank you for bringing me. I'm never going to drink again. And he's on four years of sobriety That's now, cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I tell yeah. you what. Mm -hmm. You sold me right there. Yeah. Like... The struggle's real for so many people, and and uh, and what what's his other course? What's his, what else? I mean, rehabs and rehabs and but 
Right, and, and for addiction and, and alcoholism and substance abuse, there's other plant medicines too. And it's like, I, I also had someone come to a class late, late recently, it's an older, older lady, she's like 78 or something. Her daughter was there, 35 years old. And, and they told this story, it's like this lady's husband died in front of her, heart attack on the floor in the family room. And, for, and, and she was given CPR and the, the fire department finally showed up. For a year straight, she couldn't sleep. She kept reliving mm -hmm. this nightmare. And the daughter said, Mom, you have to dose psilocybin, right? And you have to, you have to take some magic mushrooms. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. No. So finally, she did one afternoon. I think she took a, like three grams or so, maybe three and a half grams and had her daughter with her in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And then she saw this tree like light up and she saw the beauty of life. And those bad dreams, Went away. Hmm. Wow. No moss. Yeah. Wow. Just boom. I have, so a, I, had, well, I have a similar story. I have a friend. Uh, uh, she recently went through a really bad divorce and had trauma from that. And it's what I will just call it microdosing because that's the buzz. Yeah. But uh, she swears by it. And, um, and she's a professional. And it's allowing her to live a completely normal life without having that constantly on her mind of, and getting over it. And it's, it's helped. And so I, that's why I'm so interested in this. Yeah, it's Because I've never, yeah. honestly, I've never associated, and I'm sure many of the people watching, I've never associated um, until recently the fact that what has been always been called the magic mushrooms in a minimal dosage can be a life-changing recovery tool. Yeah, yeah. And the question of dosage and experience is important too, right? Because if we hold trauma from childhood or even ancestral in theory, like Carl Jung says, we get stuff from six generations ago. You know, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, it kind of makes sense, I think. But, you know, so microdosing is one thing, but you know, a deeper therapeutic dose with a guide, and they're doing this in Oregon right now, <coughs> yeah. it's legal mm -hmm. in Oregon, is they're legal here? the procedures. You know, not it yet. was halfway through the assembly, like this last August, and it got knocked down. They view it in California as an educational procedure. They're gonna uh, process, they're gonna make another run at it. it it'll come. Right, you know? eventually, it'll, just, just yeah. like marijuana did. Yeah. I mean, eventually yeah, it yeah. will. And yeah. like, I have, I have family in Oregon, <laughs> I have a home in Oregon, and everybody up there is totally cool with it because yeah. they're becoming more educated on what it's being used for, yeah. and and um, and like you said, it's not just there's 90 year old people who are benefiting from this right now. Can, oh yeah, so, but you yeah. can buy stuff from Home Depot. You can grow, you can grow, you can do this. Well, at your, no, that's I, different. You, I'm just no, talking you, about San Pedro cactus. Oh, okay, now, right. Yeah. Now what I one of the things I do is I teach people how to grow their own psilocybin mushrooms. So you can do that. You can do that's okay to it, do. It's it's not it, if you're in the city of Santa Cruz, yeah. close by. It's decriminalized, which means it's not legal, but the city of Santa Cruz probably isn't going to hassle you if you're growing your own psilocybin magic mushrooms and you're using it for yourself and maybe just giving it to some friends and family. Mm -hmm. Now, if you start dealing to minors and you start mm -hmm. doing some other, yeah, you, do, you, you know, us, not yeah. so smart, not so smart stuff, you'll get in trouble. Yeah. Well, it's just like how people are growing. I mean, it used to be it was so terrifying to grow one marijuana plant in your backyard. I have tons of friends who grow a few plants and it get them off it got them off the alcohol it got them off some of the other things they do it mm -hmm. keeps them totally that helps them sleep i mean there's so many benefits to what yeah. you know they're doing with it. it it's sort of along those lines is that you can um 
I guess you, you could actually save a lot of money too when it comes to what people are spending on other ways to medicate themselves. Well, I, I think that's the big thing too, right? It's like psychedelics, like when we were kids, I don't know about you, I, I don't want to get into our age thing or anything. But I was born in 1963, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> I was born in 59. Okay, we're close. We're yeah. close, right? But they showed us... But 57. Oh, the old man in the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so get they, back to it. They showed us movies in elementary school when we were like nine years old or ten mm -hmm. about people taking mushrooms or plant, you know, psychedelics or LSD, which are, you know, those are manufactured, right? You gotta be a little careful because those go through the hands of man. They didn't really talk about the indigenous plants like ayahuasca or mm -hmm. San Pedro that have been used over the, over the millennia, right? And they told us, this stuff's gonna kill you, you know, and, and you're gonna play Russian roulette. They showed you movies, people playing Russian roulette. I, you know, they show people like touching the stove and burning themselves. They show people jumping out of windows. And I, I had to like get out of the class and leave because it scared me. And then I was reluctant to get into this four or five years ago, but then I learned, you know, and it's like, I think the, the suppression of psychedelics and the picture that's been painted to us in the past, yeah. um, is like the greatest conspiracy theory one of the greatest conspiracy theories out there. These are medicines. I feel that's the uh, stigmatism we talked about earlier of why some people, that's the barrier to get them to understand the benefits of what this possibly could do for so many people. Right, you, right. You, you, are you taking it all day long? I mean, how does it offer, how does it work? I mean, you do, oh, my I'm going to start it a certain gram amount, uh, do I increase the gram amount once I've, and do I take it all day, or do I take it just when I'm yeah. thinking, I'll take it at night? Yeah. Or what, how's that work? Yeah, I'm going to ask that question, but okay. I'm going to take, take a little detour first. Sure, you're so, going to take yep. a detour. So uh, a couple people to follow on this is a man named Michael Pollan, right? He wrote this book, How to Change Your Mind, and he recently wrote this book, Your Mind on Plants. And he was a big part of starting the organic food movement 10, 15 years ago, right? Michael Pollan. Hmm. And then Paul Stamets is the Fantastic Fungi. There's a video uh, it, yeah, movie on yeah. FX Fantastic Fungi. So Paul Stamets has a, a microdosing protocol. And his is, it's called the Stamets Stack, and it's like um, one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off, and then um, like a few days off. I can't remember the exact details, but there's a little break. Instructions. Yeah, and, and, and right. take, take it with lion's mane and also niacin, right? The niacin, so that's called the Stamet stack. And don't hold me to the exact recipe, it's close, but, and there's another one, it's just like this guy named James Fadiman, who's the father of microdosing, went to school at Stanford. He's like, day on, day off, day on, day off. Uh, no, day on, two days off. Day on, two days off. Day on, two days off. And then each of these you do for like three, four months, and then you take a break for three months. Hmm. Something like that. I don't right. have the exact details. Sorry about that, but you can look them up. Um, the Paul Stamets stack and the James Fadiman microdosing. So it's, it's low doses, kind of like on alternate days or those series of days that I mentioned, mm -hmm. and then allowing time for things to kind of recover, for the network to, to do its thing and give it a rest. Right. Psilocybin requires that. And that's how you keep an even keel. I guess, yeah. right? Is that by, by doing treating it that way. Treating it like it's a medicine, not right. not uh, a, a recreational drug. It's a practice. Right. So, I like that. That's great. Yeah, like a yoga yeah. practice. Right. So okay. met you tonight. I want to yeah. TC and I want to kick it off tomorrow. We want to kick off our new microdosing program. What how oh. do we how do we how do how do we begin? 
Well, do you need a reason first? I'm pretty good without it right now, but I'm sure. I, yeah. mean, I, I hit my head twice last week snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, so. no, I don't think you, you know, you've got stuff going on. Yeah, everyone's, yeah. Got, everyone's got their own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think Amy's perfect. So, so I'm going to. Okay. This guy needs it. Okay. Okay. So, what are you going to need? I don't know. Well, you want a microdose, what do you need? I mean, I'm trying to make it for my own health, right? Is it mental or physical? I would, that, that I, mental. That I want to make a fit mental? Yeah. That's a good point, right no, there. No, but you're going to need. going to need some mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. So that, that, you say you want to start a microdose. Right? Yeah. So how would, you, how would you start? You don't want to start a business. So what do I do? Walk, walk, up, walk, up, walk, walk up to 19 Mark Products, start looking? No, it, they don't really grow outdoors out here. So, you know, you. You you ask friends mm-hmm. that are kind of you know like connected to Similar cannabis thoughts. or whatever, mm-hmm. and you, you you find a trusted friend. That's the first place to start, and um, you know more and more people are starting to grow. Yeah, you know so maybe you'll find a trusted friend. Um, if you don't, there's meetup groups. There's like Santa Cruz, for example, here, and and these are all throughout. You can find them on Facebook. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like psychedelic societies. Where you, you get in there and then you you know you get on Zoom and you chat with someone like hey it sounds like you and then you might meet someone like that that might have mushrooms, um, or you grow your own mushrooms. And to jump into that, which is where they're spores, right? Is that what they start out as? And the, do are right? Does the mushroom have seeds? Yeah. Is that the spores inside the mushroom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if, you, if you got one mushroom, can you make more? Oh yeah, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with them. So. Uh, now you got. Now they got me going. Yeah, <laughs> hang on, folks. This is my, this is my thing, right? It's like, right? Getting like, the bottom line. The bottom. Okay. We're getting to the bottom of this, TC. Okay. So there's this thing called the internet, right? Yeah. And, and, and on the internet, you can Google magic mushroom spores or psilocybin spores. You can order spores online from vendors. Hmm. They have clean rooms. Um, you know, mushroom caps drop spores. And then they put the spores in distilled water. They do this in a clean room environment with like, you know, HEPA filters and all that stuff. And they'll ship you spores. Yeah. They'll ship, um, it's legal to have spores in your possession in 47 of the 50 states, right? Wow. So um, the only three that don't allow it are Idaho, Georgia, <clears throat> and the most liberal state <laughs> in the country. California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Right. So anyhow, but these spore vendors will still ship to many of these states that yeah. where it's not allowed. Mm-hmm. So right. that so it's legal it's illegal to have them in three states, but legal in the forty seven states for uh, research and microscopy microscope purposes. I just want to throw something in here. I had a, a store get robbed last week and those guys went scot free. So I imagine if you got caught with a couple spores, they wouldn't even waste their time on you, would they? No. Yeah, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an attorney. Right, but (laughs) But I mean, I'm not a police officer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like, I just don't see that being a problem. Now, with that being said, I remember when I was younger, my neighbor grew in his garage all mushrooms. He had trays, and literally the SWAT team showed up and the FBI. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a really big thing. Um, In Pleasure Point days in the 80s, some of you know who that was. Today, how how is it being in California? 
it, how is it for these people watching? Because a lot of our viewers are bigger, in California. Bigger things, bigger problems. Yeah, there's bigger about. fish to fry, yeah. aren't there? Yeah, I. That's my impression. I know you're not you know, a lawyer. Don't take right, his right, legal right. advice. Then, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, it's like you're you would get it sent to you in the mail or FedEx or whatever, yeah. and then it's like Amazon Amazon delivers it to your door. Well, exactly. And you know, and if it's getting mailed to your house and you have a little thing going in your closet and then you're putting them in tablets or something, it's like, what is that? You know, big deal. Yeah, yeah. I always tell people, you know, that's on you and it, it, it mm -hmm. depends on your comfort level. And it sounds like you would have no trouble at all. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, listen. Uh, there are, bigger, there currently, are a lot of big fish out Currently, there's not a big deal with marijuana, but if you got caught with a U-Haul full of it, that's yeah. a different story. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's what you have to think about on that end of the camera is that we're talking microdosing, not, micro. not like distribution and no. stuff. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. about personal use, uh, medicating yourself and helping your mental state. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and so, and so, how do you know what dose to take? I mean, you're you're, you're home. You got to start. You got the. You got. You ready to microdose? How do you know, how do you, how do you know what to take? Yeah. Do you want me to continue with the growing, or you want to go to the dosing? Whatever way you want to. Growing. Oh, I'm, in, I'm growing. into growing. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna stick with growing. Okay, microdosing. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. we should do that. Because we we talked a little sorry. bit about the dosing, but we'll come okay. back to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two tenths yeah, yeah. of a gram. Start a little bit backwards when you okay. begin. Work your way up. Yeah. 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 I got that. Yeah. Because we want to get this. Got we don't it. want a repeat of the Tahoe thing. Got right? it. No, no. <laughs> we talked about the Tahoe thing. <laughs> Do you know her name? Okay, I'm, I'm going to edit. I'm gonna, that's being edited. No, shut up. <laughs> was that like state line? Yeah, I don't know. That is state line. That's yeah. a state line. Oh. <laughs> Andy Daly, you watching? Oh. <laughs> state line. Oh, boy. Now, I'm, I'm uh, not sure if these guys can be friends for the long term, but I hear from me. It a lot worse. <laughs> All right, so we're getting back okay. to growing. So, oh, yeah. so, so going, going back, you could literally go on Google, find someone that could send you the spores, which yeah. are the seeds that drop from a mushroom. Yeah. They send you a little, tiny little package of them, right? Yeah, they send you a syringe. Oh, a syringe. Yeah. And then what, what's, what's you, next? They send you a couple needles, mm -hmm. sterilized needles. And then, and then you take, um, you buy grain spawn, right? So grain spawn is the mushroom's nutrition, and that's usually uh, rye berries or wild bird seed or oats. That grain spawn's like in a one pound bag or sometimes five pound bag. It's been sterilized uh, with a pressure cooker, an autoclave, for like, in a pressure cooker, uh, 15 PSI for 90 minutes. So it's all sterilized, and then you inject that, ba that bag with a, a needle, but yeah, that's where you have to be really careful. You have to do it in like a still air glove box, which is a big, you know, like a Home Depot plastic mm -hmm. 10 gallon thing. And, and why are we being so clean? Because that, that inoculation is super susceptible to bacteria and mold. Oh. And you could also like do it in front of your oven when you open the oven door to mm -hmm. preheat the oven because mm -hmm. that warm air will push out the bacteria and the mold. So there's, there's some hacks to do this on your own. You well, don't need sure a steel air box. Google that hack, you can see those. Yeah, all this yeah. stuff's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I teach an on online class on demand. Um, at www.trifectorwellness.org, by the way. Yeah, yeah, just reach out. My website's being redone, but you can email me if you like. Um, and so, so then you inject the spawn bag very carefully, and then um, after about 10 days to 14 days, you'll see the white root system, the mycelium grow in the spawn bag. And then that will become 
100% grown in about three or four, or four weeks, right? In so the bag? In the bag. Wow. wow. Or, or you can make it yourself with mason jars, mm -hmm. you know. So you got this white mycelium, then you need to have a little tub, um, you know, you, you tape together two Sterlite tubs or um, you, you, make, you make a growing tub and then you throw your spawn in the growing tub um, and then you mix in soil, which is a mix of like vermiculite, coconut choir, and gypsum, mm -hmm. and, and it's got water in it. That needs to be pasteurized, which is a little simpler than sterilizing. And then you mix all that together and then you close the lid on the chamber. And so then that grain spawn with the white mushroom roots grows up through that substrate medium. You see these little white splotches coming up and then it all turns white. And that, that they need temperature, they need to be around the high 70s and they need humidity. Wow. So that box will fog up, mm -hmm. but then after about a month and a half, you know, from when you first inoculated, the, the thing, the mat will turn completely white. There's a couple other little things that need to be done. I wrote a little, I wrote like a 16 page manual on this. Um, and then and then the mushrooms come up, wow. you know, and they come up fast. And uh, from first uh, putting the spores in the seeds until you are harvesting, how, what's the timeline? Eh, about six weeks to two months. Huh, okay. I mean, I, that, that's what, when I first saw them pop up, I'm all, and that's amazing. I mean, it, it takes a little time and patience and care. It's like, what? It's like, I can make my own medicine hmm. in, in two months? Does or, it or smell? No, just because when Because we, no. anyone from Santa Cruz who lived here in the 80s knows we had a mushroom plant up the street. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bow. wind was offshore. Yeah. Woohoo! Was wow, bad. that was... Was that the Bull Branch? The no, bull it was branch, the Rodeo... Yeah. Yeah, ro no, Rodeo right. Gulch. Oh, the Rodeo It was Gulch. across the, the highway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they've since moved up the coast, but yeah. they always... They use manure or something, yeah. I think, yeah. mostly. Yeah. So you're, you're talking sterile yeah. environment. So this is something you could do, like, in a closet or somewhere, and, and uh, it wouldn't affect anyone else in the household. Yeah, you can... They, they, they can go a lot of times, and they like a little bit of light towards the end, so you try to get them out of the sunlight a bit. You can have them up in a closet. They, it, higher part of the room is better because there's less the mold and bacteria and right. the heat okay. too right yeah. and then you need to kind of heat a little space or I, i'm redesigning this kit that's actually a decorative kit to where you can put them on a coffee table or a kitchen ah. counter gucci it's got a little I call it come gucci shrooms <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. decorative kit uh, yeah, when you hit it, Gucci, I, I'm not about the money, you know, I just want I people to learn about this and yeah. share it. I think these plants can help heal us and they can help heal our planet. Yeah. And, and people are afraid of, they're afraid of the farm, the big pharma and the no. medicine. And, it's the worst thing people SSRIs are doing. You want to die, take a bunch of medicine. Like, it's like, <laughs> if you can grow your own medicine and heal yourself and help your friends help yeah. others, that's what I want to do. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, interesting yeah. with your philosophy yeah. on, uh, on, uh, the fact that you want to share. No, no, no. We're closed. Yeah, sorry, man. We're doing a TV show. <laughs> we can't. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, folks. We have someone at the door. That's okay. Thank you. Um, so my point, getting back to the guys that are upset at us right now, I think they might be from Brazil, possibly, and they're very yeah. upset. You want some so, jacket? I'll give them my jacket. Once <laughs> um, but getting back to what we were talking about, what you just said, um, this isn't about money for me. This is no. about sharing and educating. Right, right, right. And the people that I know that are um, as enthusiastic as you are, 
have the same mentality 100 percent yeah yeah like they, they really want to get the it's like a, a, a mission statement to share that this works right. and there should not be walls no. to keep people from not thinking that no. it's bad or illegal because I, and i'm sure that big pharma is scared to death of this yeah well they can't patent it they can try to take the psilocybin and then the psilocin and then add other molecules to it but they've done that in the past and it gets things in trouble right why not just the natural plant right they're not going to run with that because they can't patent it right psilocybin in the studies that use the the magic mushrooms in the whole plant they have trouble getting funded because nobody's going to make any money off it right, right. there's no patent right mm -hmm. and that's what you know, they were they were scared to death of the uh, cannabis industry for the same reason yeah and it makes sense and and i mean they have such a they've cornered the market on our health right and what they call health right, right. well thinking, i i think and this kind of go ahead no no go ahead yeah is that that's so important is that when people come to these classes and when you talk to some of your friends and and, and you see they're doing this work and they're healing and they're talking about it it's like they're taking their power back it's like yeah, you want to go, you know, everybody wants the easy medicine, right? The simple fix, right? Give me a pill, take two aspirin, call in the morning. Take some Oxycontin, Vicodin, you'll be okay. You know, it's everything okay, call in the morning. It's like, no, those things, a lot of those things are deeper stuff, right? It's like, get to the root, do the hard work, go out and get sick. Get <laughs> sick, get it out. Right. And that's what these medicines do. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. go, it, you know, this is different than microdosing, right? Right, right, yeah. But maybe that's cumulative and it has certain effects. Lower I feel dose. like we've transitioned to what's going on in the Amazon right now. Right, right? With what right. those guys are yeah. doing. Yeah, it's beautiful work. You know, it's hard work, though. It's scary. Mm -hmm. You know, you, walk, you talk to anybody, most anybody out there about ayahuasca, a lot of people's like, oh, you, got, you get sick, you throw up. The shamans, when they, when they do this with you, they hold space and they love you and they're guides. They say, you're getting well. And, and to release and feel right. and feel again, and it takes, it, it, this isn't a one-off type thing. Mm -hmm. No, this is work. And depending on your path, where you come from, your old stories, your blockages, your parents, whether your mom or dad put something in your head or grandpa or grandma or whatever, this, it's like, this, can get, this, this stuff goes deep. Yeah. I love the fact that, for those of you who are watching, there's options to what's going on in life was, co right, was, right, was, yeah. this, was this an option during COVID? was this an option during uh, we talked to craig just a minute ago our friend who barely could barely breathe when he got when he contracted COVID. he's what our age yeah no, he right? almost died Florida, COVID, he almost yeah. died right. couldn't breathe is that something that those uh, is that something that would, would have been helpful to him i just i don't know you know, i haven't heard much you know right. yeah i just yeah but i think this options thing and the path right it's like somebody's like maybe like microdosing's the buzz right it's right like, okay mushroom microdosing mm -hmm. everybody's doing it you know maybe some celebrities are doing it well there's this whole different path right it's like the cactus of san pedro and the spirit of san pedro the mescaline it's like it's like a, it's like a crowd it's like where do i fit in in relationships where do i fit in, in the planet because you know, I mean, sometimes all of us feel a little awkward, or maybe some of us just feel awkward in life. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, I feel pretty darn good, but there's times when I'm all, wait, where, why am I in this, you know, in this relationship and navigating that, right? So, like, where do you fit in? Like, ayahuasca is more like heart and root, like the joy, and it goes within. So when you journey, you're like, 
working on your stuff, your but that, shadow. Is that what you work up to? To that to ayahuasca? Is that something you work up to? You know, right. it's and that when you say options, it's like what it's like, you know, what plant or what fungi is right for you? Is it mushrooms? Are you comfortable going in microdosing and starting there, mm -hmm. or are you the kind of person that like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get down and do the do the serious work, the hard work right away instead of peeling the onion from the outside. Right. It's like go to the Straight, core. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So so and I think what's important is that options is like. You talk to people like your friend and you ask them and they tell you and, and you start talking, you, you know, it's your tribe, right? We all have our tribe, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it's the water tribe or maybe it's the backpacking. And, mm -hmm. and so is that, is that gonna become part of your tribe? And then you learn from your friends and you hang out with people and you talk and, and the medicines help, they help us connect, they help us get back to nature. Like we, we fucking lost nature. Oh. God, are you kidding me? No, it's like, oh, yeah, I keep the house warm. It's cold tonight. It's like, oh, the house is 72 degrees. Brr. No, it's like, you know, like the Iceman and things like this. These people are out in nature, and, and, and we need to get that back. I agree, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I yeah. saw, I saw a, a meme today. It said, uh, why kids don't go outside anymore. And the meme was, right. it showed a city street. Look what we built outside. Mm -hmm. And it was like this gross... Street, street with traffic yeah. and trash. It looked gross. Didn't Joni Mitchell sing a song about that? I don't know. I think she did. Is that yeah? yeah but that's yeah. kind of what's been going on. Um, yeah. Where, yeah. where? So getting back to like the, the are these options, the three sort of things that we've talked about. Um, somebody that's sort of interested, how do they decide, or how? Where's the information? Just searching on the internet, talking to their friends, and trying to get. Yeah. I mean, is, what, how do you, how, how did, like for yourself, how did you decide what works best? Yeah, it was like, I, I was in Death Valley once on a fast, a water fast, but I was with 10 other people. I met this really nice, soft-spoken, wonderful lady from Switzerland, and she kept talking about she and her, and I'm like, who's this lady? She says, well, this is ayahuasca, so she was referring to the plant medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And so... It's, you know, there's, if you Google, uh, if you look for like an integration coach, that's kind of a buzzword and you want to find someone else that's kind of done this work, right? And then if you get serious about it, you want to find someone else that understands your path, you know, and, mm -hmm. and has been through stuff and maybe they're not super advanced and have, you know, like 20, 30 years of psychedelic experience, but someone that's a few years ahead of you.